Welcome everybody to the Ride In NFL DFS podcast for week 14, the review and Monday night showdown edition. Week 14 was blah, uh, wasn't too bad, wasn't too good. Uh, my cash lineup pretty much got everybody that I said I was going to try to get in. Um, you know, Lamar, McCaffrey, Fournette, and Ian Thomas. All got into my cash lineup. All were decent, except for Fournette. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. <clears throat> then I had... Um, oh, and at the end of the, the show, I did mention that I really thought Edelman was going to have a good game. Because the Chiefs couldn't cover slot receivers. That pretty much panned out to be true. I also went Mike Williams, Kenny Stills, Bilal Powell, and the Ravens defense. So what happened was this was a very strange week for double ups and 50-50s. The cash line, depending on the contest you were in, was extremely variant. Uh, I ended up cashing in some double ups with that lineup, some 50-50s with that lineup, some three-mans with that lineup, and not in others. It was like a true right-on-the-cash line lineup. Um, I mean, there were some double ups and 50-50s that I was four or five points below the cash line, but then I was a few points above the cash line in, in other double ups. So it wasn't, I wanted, I ended up winning about 53.5% of my head to heads, which uh, if you know, due to rake is not a winning week. You need to win about 56 or 57% of your head to heads to uh, break even. Didn't do anything special in tournaments either. So as I said, it was pretty much a blah week. Uh, you know, didn't lose my shirt, but didn't really win much either. So I'll take this week over uh, over an absolutely getting trounced week any day. <clears throat> so uh, as far as the plays goes, I think Lamar, um, I, I would go back to Lamar. I would do it all over again. Uh, I just think that when he's on the slate, he's too good to pass up. I thought without Will Fuller, it took me off of. Deshaun Watson, although he did get there, but I mean, if you're watching these games, Lamar is just pretty much lighting up the Bills' defense. Throws for three touchdowns. They did a good job of containing him on the ground, which I was afraid of. If you listened to the ride-in rundown on Friday, I said I think that they're going to learn from what the Niners did, which was absolutely get fooled on Lamar's read option and. They really they left guys home uh, for Lamar to, to guard from Lamar turning the corner. So what happened was um, Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards got some extended carries because you know when when Lamar reads that the read was for him to give the ball because of the end staying home not crashing, and that is kind of what happened. Uh, he did not have a ton of rushing yards they limited him in that capacity made him made them beat him as a passer and he did um and I mean if you watch the Texans and, and Broncos game Watson got there on like miracle scrambles you know he's flipping over guys trying to get into the end zone 
Um, but he did. He got there, and it was he ended up being a better play than Lamar. Obviously, those were the only two guys I considered. I hope you played Watson if you listened to me. Um, from there, you know, McCaffrey was McCaffrey. He got his 25 uh, thanks to about four or five checkdowns on the last drive. He's come down in price for next week, so I think he could still be in play. But I think, you know, it's not absolutely lock in McCaffrey from here on out, especially because they are out of playoff contention. Though I do believe that they were running him last year even without uh, being in playoff contention, so we'll see. Um, I think Bilal Powell, you just had a lock in. Surprisingly, he was only like between 50 and 70% owned, depending on the double up. I mean, they they gave him 20 touches, so I, I don't regret that at all. Um, the play that I do regret is Leonard Fournette, and I wanted Leonard Fournette in my lineup, but at the same time, I was toying with um, getting up to Derrick Henry or coming down to Melvin Gordon, and I'm not even sure what I would have done with the savings going down to Gordon or who I would have come off of if I got up to Derrick Henry, um, but Fournette just ran bad. You know, they were down 28, they were down four touchdowns in a heartbeat, and he didn't even play for the entire fourth quarter. So that's a little bit of run bad. You know, if he if he plays in the fourth quarter, and, and you know, especially when you when you bubble the cash line like that, you're looking at every little point that you could have had that, you know, cost you uh, some of your double ups. Um, but that was just bad game script for Fournette. And then um, obviously Mike Williams kind of got bailed out uh, with the bomb. They were up four touchdowns and they still threw him a bomb and he caught it his first of the year. Great. The reason I went Mike Williams is I thought this game was going to be, uh, I didn't think that the Chargers were going to absolutely blow the, the Jacksonville Jaguars out. I thought there was going to be a ton of points scored in this game, but I thought it was going to be on both sides. That's why I kind of went Leonard Fournette and ran it back with Mike Williams. He's caught a 40-yard pass four straight weeks. They're, they're throwing him the ball. And, you know, that kind of bailed me out, him catching that 60-yard touchdown. Whatever. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to have luck. And then the Kenny Stills play. When Ken, when Will Fuller was ruled out, I, feel, I felt like Kenny Stills' target share bumped up enough for me to play him. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case. And then, obviously, Ian Thomas was the nuts at tight end. I didn't once Olsen was ruled out, I wasn't going in any other direction. 2.5 for an athletically skilled tight end that was going to be on the field at all times was a no-brainer. Um, but the one that really killed me was Edelman and he had a great game. Um, but I don't if you were watching the game right at the end of the game, the last play the Patriots had uh, to attempt to tie the game, Brady floated one into Edelman and it got knocked away by a fingertip and it was really his fault he didn't he wasn't aggressive and he didn't go up and try to make the play he kind of tried to let it drop into his arms and I mean if he catches that I go from cashing half of my double ups and 50 50s to cashing all of them because he was only 10% owned but those are the breaks I'm sure there was other uh bad bounces that other people had that you know they could say they would have cashed over me uh so, but I'll take this week any week uh, over a, a losing week. All right.
Let's get into the Monday night showdown edition. We have the Giants at the Eagles, and this is a strange week. There isn't a ton of value aside from Caden Smith. Um, I think we could go at this two ways. I think we could lock button Caden Smith um, at his price and looking at some of the other plays down below the 8K range where we need to get somebody in. He is pretty much the only guy that stands out. Um, If Nelson Aguilar is ruled out, then maybe we can look at maybe uh, Greg Ward or uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside flyer. Uh, But from there, that's pretty much... Caden Smith's the only guy under under 8K that I like. Uh, You know, aside from you could have a sprinkle of the defense and the kickers. The only thing is that Eagles defense is very expensive and they haven't been great. And with Eli under center now, you guys know how Eli plays quarterback. The second he senses pressure, he is spiking the ball at the nearest receiver's feet. He's not like Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones stood in there, tried to find a guy, roamed around a little bit. You know, usually ended up getting sacked for a strip sack fumble touchdown. But the bottom line is Eli is, despite the fact that Eli is less mobile, he's going to take less sacks and he's going to turn the ball over less because he is he's protective of the ball he is he's a wuss right so if there's any sort of pressure he gets he gets rid of the ball um which is a detriment to our defense you know and the eagles are priced up so i think i'm going to be way underweight on the eagles defense and uh i think the giants defense is actually a nice pivot because i could see them getting some pressure forcing Wentz into a turnover or two and then that is huge leverage if you have the Giants defense over the Eagles defense in this situation aside from that um, I don't have any strong opinions on the guys that are priced at the top Um, I think Eli at his price is someone I'm going to target, um, which goes to the notion that I probably won't be targeting much of the Eagles' defense. You know, Eli is, he's only 8K or something of that nature, which is pretty cheap for a starting quarterback. And in his two starts, he's gotten, um, he hit the 300-yard bonus once. So I could absolutely see Eli paying off in this situation. He does have a slew of pass catchers that we can target. So here are my thoughts just overall. Uh, I love the Philadelphia passing game, right? Wentz, Jeffrey, um, Ertz, Goddard, sure, Miles Sanders. I think we rotate those guys. I love the Giants weapons. I I like Golden Tate the best. I think even though he's coming back, it wasn't a, a an injury that's going to pop up again. It was a concussion. I mean, maybe he gets dinged again, but it's not like it's an ankle where it's going to hamper him and hamper his production. So I think I like Golden Tate the best. I obviously like Caden Smith. And then I think I'm going to go Darius Slayton here. I think people seeing uh, Golden Tate back will probably push Darius Slayton down the pecking order. However, you know, he's a very talented receiver and he only needs, you know, two or three catches and one of them being a long touchdown to pay off. So I think I'm going to bump up his percentage a little bit when I run my my lineups. Um, I'll still have some Sterling Shepard, but you know I think the ancillary pass catchers Slayton and Caden Smith might be the key to this one. 
tonight. Uh, obviously, if Howard's out, you got to have some Miles Sanders. And I think I'm going to have some Barkley in the captain. Uh, he has obviously been wretched, but check down Charlie. Eli Manning is back. And, you know, he's been known to be a big check down machine, senses pressure, gets rid of it immediately. So I think that I will be slotting Barkley into a lot of my captain positions. Okay, guys, that'll do it. Quick rundown of the Monday Night Showdown slate. Quick rundown of the lineup review. Hope everyone had a profitable week 14. There's only three left, plus the playoffs. Crazy how fast the season's going. Good luck tonight in all your contests. All I see is signs, all I see is dollar signs.